The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the, the after, after show. show. Last, last Thursday. Yeah. Saturday. Wednesday. Yeah. We pre-recorded an episode yesterday. Yeah. I feel like I'm never leaving this place. That's it. Four episodes. I wish you would leave. Four Me episodes too. in a week. And Ed Sullivan is five, possibly six. <laughs> right. Because he's got the ash holes going. But we have Thanksgiving. We have... Um, Christmas and New Year's on a Saturday. Yeah. So we have to take care of them because we can never skip an episode because I'm sick like that. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we just say it's Christmas? There's no episode because because it's me. So we're having Christmas in November? Yeah, having Christmas in November. Oh, it's better no. than Christmas in July because I don't know if that show would hold up. <laughs> it might. <laughs> but we're having New Year's right before New Year's. Right. Christmas yeah. in July worked for Crazy Eddie. Crazy you Eddie. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. He went to jail. Yes, he did. Yeah. New York guy. Crazy Eddie and the Panama pump. Don't know the Panama pump. <laughs> I, know the, I know the penis pump, but I don't know the Panama pump. The Panama pump is him offshooting his money to Panama uh-huh. for tax evasion. This is what ended up happening. He created this unbelievable scam. You can read about it. It should be taught in schools. Huh. I mean, it's... Yeah, uh, I thought when you said Panama Pump, I was thinking Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I was thinking this was no. an offshoot of Austin Powers or <laughs> it's something. It's Dave saying it. He doesn't know any of that no. stuff. Oh, yeah, But yeah. I do know Crazy Eddie and the Panama yeah. Pump. And he's aware of what the shocker is. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Two in the pink, one in the stink. Oh, Jesus, Barry. <laughs> you don't have to explain every single thing. You could leave something to the imagination. Know. They could Google it. Yeah, huh. let them Google. Start Googling these ridiculous <laughs> things. Everybody's doing Panama pump, Panama pump. Yeah, they're dirty. all good looking up shocker. I'll leave the uh, Alabama pipeline alone. Okay. okay. All right, so it's the after show. Today, uh, so, some news that came out during the week, uh, very interesting, because not only am I do I follow what's happening in the cigar industry when people are coming into it while they're in it, but I want to know what's happening after they get out of it. Is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? So Imperial Tobacco, you may remember Imperial Tobacco. They're the former owners of Altadis. These are the people with Romeo and Juliet, Monte Cristo. They sold out. Uh, But they weren't just the owner of those brands in the U.S. They were also 50% 50 stake in Habanos as well. 50% stake in Habanos, 100% stake in the U.S. entity. That's a lot of uh, stake. Along with that they're a giant cigarette company. They're a giant machine-made cigar company. But they sold their premium division, all handmade cigars, last year uh, to an undisclosed China company. 
who actually split it in two, and there's two separate China companies who may or may not be the same exact company um, under different names. Again, a shell company or the Panama pump. Well, those, those in the know believe that it is this owned by the same people, yeah. although it is a different company. Yeah, they have never come forward, and um, there's got to be a reason for that, right? But uh, be that as it may, uh, Imperial Tobacco is out of the premium cigar industry. Uh, they sold Altadas, they sold Altadas USA, they sold JR, they sold the stores, the online visit businesses, they sold Casamona Cristo stores, they sold the Cuban distribution, worldwide distribution, except for in the U.S. Um, so they get rid of all that, they have their earnings one year later, and it says the firm climbed by 15.2% because they got rid of this albatross around their neck which was the premium cigar industry, and I'll tell you why. The disposal of the cigar arm helped slash Imperial's net debt, debt from aging tobacco, slow handmade process, and the slow-selling channel. It takes years and years. You plant the seed. Five years later, you're selling that. You have to buy, if, if God forbid, sales go up, you need to plant, plant Project, more tobacco, yeah. save more tobacco, it becomes this circle, ridiculous circle that ends up happening. Imperial Brands had a record surge in earnings following the sale of their premium cigar business, they say, for $1.1 billion last year. <coughs> it wasn't the $1.1 billion that they got. Mm -hmm. It's the surge of their finance at that point. The disposal of the cigar business, which included a 50% stake in Cuban cigar manufacturer Habanos in one of the biggest cigar industry deals ever, also helped slash Imperial's net debt by around $1.8 billion, counting inventory, etc. Tobacco, bands, boxes, and so on. They don't have this laying on their account. But the firm revealed that the Americans still saw the largest growth in net revenues among all regions due to high tobacco prices and growing sales in mass market cigar brands like Backwoods and other uh, machine-made cigars. You so, like how I, I let you read all your stuff and I don't interrupt you because I, I could have gone down a rabbit hole with the word it's, albatross. It's the first time. You were it's not the, the first time. And, and you wrote a note. I have a note, note because I wanted it. to let you finish. <laughs> I just find the word albatross to be funny. And there's the bit on uh, Monty Python mm -hmm. where the guy's walking around with a uh, thing around his neck like he was selling popcorn, but there's a bird on it. And he just yells, albatross, albatross. And somebody says, do you have popcorn? He goes, no, all I have is this bloody albatross. It made me think of that. Right. That's all funny. Right. Yeah, I never got I Monty Python. I got a problem Python. with the coin story? There's a problem <laughs> with my coin story. Well, my, my albatross story took all of six seconds to tell. Well, Yours a, took 15 minutes. Well, well there's have, a lot more involved than a coin story. Well, I have a story to tell right now. Oh, God. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this has to do with this in some sort of way to understand the cost of running the business and that sometimes it's a negative way. So 27 years ago, I was renting a store across the street, two guys smoke shop before we bought this building. Oh well, yeah. I used to see you over you there. Did. Yeah. And a guy walked into two guys smoke shop, a period guy. And I know this because he handed me his business card and his business card said a period guy. <laughs> a so his guy. first name started with the letter a Yep. His last name was Guy. Either his last name or his middle name, whatever it was, because it was A, a guy. guy. Pretty clever. Yep. So uh, 
He's looking around. He's got a smile on his face, and he said, I think it's pretty good. He says, uh, I've, I've been dying to come up here and take a look at it. I'm not a cigar smoker, but I wanted to come see two guys. He says, have you ever heard of two guys department stores? And I said, yes, I have. Because two guys department stores own the trademark to two guys. And again, Two guys by itself. Correct. So I have two guys smoke shop. At the time. Yep, but I don't have two guys because two guys department stores have two guys. And there are no two guys department stores. They've been out of business for mm. years and years and years. So I said, um, yes, I have heard it. Why? And he says, because it was my father and my uncle that owned two guys department stores. And they would be very pleased with what I see here. You're showing good respect to the brand. Two guys. I was hoping it wasn't some crappy, uh, dumpy thing or something, and I wanted to see for myself. And I said, wow, that was your father and your uncle, two guys department stores. Whatever happened to two guys department stores, they don't even exist anymore. He said, well, interesting story. We had 12 two guys department stores. They were in New Jersey area. New Jersey. Yeah, I don't even know them. Okay. That's my backyard. All right, so uh, just commercials, you can go on YouTube and say, two, two, because I Google two guys mm-hmm. and old two guys department store commercials with jingles and all stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, so you guys all do that and, and stop looking up these ridiculous things that Barry says. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, we got 12 stores going. At the end of one of the years, you sit down with the accountant and stuff, and you look the way we look at mm-hmm. brands and things like that. In the stores, you know, I break down each store and what each store does. They broke it down. They got this one store, and they said, yeah, the store in blah, blah, blah city, whatever it is, he goes, it's just a a loser. It's our worst-selling store of all. Hmm. Um, What do you want to do with this thing? We should just shut it down. And the guy says, okay, um, you know, maybe we can sell the building or – Because they owned the property. That's the big key sell the building, or we can uh, rent it out. And they said, this company called Kresge is looking to rent the building. Kresge later becoming Kmart. So they rent it out to this Kresge company, and Kresge puts a Kmart in that store. A year later, they're doing their books, and they're running down everything, and they said, guess what the most profitable store of all of our 12 is? And they go, which one? This one here, this one here? Nope. (laughs) The one Kresge's in. We make more money renting the store out to Kresge than we do running our own stores. Hmm. And they said, wow, look what we just learned. Shut them all down and rent them all to to Kmart's. And that's what they did. And they are a real estate company now. There is no more two guys department stores operating and employing people and and selling and buying, selling goods and all the stuff. They just take their property, they rent them to Kmart, and that's it. So he said, my father and grit and my uh, father and uncle both passed away. I'm in charge of two guys now, and it's nothing but a real estate company. We don't sell anything. We rent our locations. Period. That's it. And they're not called two guys at all. So I said, hey. I keep looking that for the trademark, and the trademark keep gets re-upped. And he says, yeah, that's me. I just keep doing it for old time's sake. I said, oh, no. I keep looking to see if I can jump in and get two guys all by itself. And he goes, no, I just do it for old time's sake. I said, okay. He told me to stop looking. 
I didn't stop looking. I waited and waited and waited until he missed, and he missed, and I got two guys by itself. So six degrees of separation? Yes. The real estate developer that bought the two guys' department stores? Yeah. Was the brother of the husband and wife that was one of my first clients as a uh, private investigator. Really? Yes. Well, they're the same person. The real estate company and the two guys department stores is the same person. Vernado was taken over by real estate investor Stephen Roth. That's my tie. The Roth family. Yes, but they were... The same people. They they changed the company from a department store to a real estate company. So you're talking about two corporations, but they just changed over from a corporation. I to thought we were going to make it a whole show without Barry mentioning that he worked for Miami Cigar or was a private investigator, but the street no. continues. Anyway, he is. So the, the point of this whole story. What oh, is the point, oh, yeah. David? <laughs> is that Scandinavian tobacco, not, I'm sorry, Imperial tobacco, Imperial tobacco ends up selling off their, their company. And they made more money, which is what Two Guys Department Store says, okay, let's turn this into something different than what it is and make money not operate. Imagine, they, they had 4,000, 5,000 employees. They got rid of all that, and they made more money. They made $1.1 billion more. Can you, it's just unbelievable. That's nothing that. At the same time, so we're looking at this, and listen, I've said it before. I don't like big tobacco being into the premium cigar industry. Right. We saw Philip Morris with Altria get in there by Nat Sherman, and I'm like, oh, God. They did. They they got Nat Sherman. They chewed it up. They spit it out, as I expected they would do. Dunhill did the same thing with Dunhill cigars. There is no more Dunhill cigars. Then we see Imperial Tobacco get in, and, and they end up saying, okay, the hell with this. But we still got one. We got... Um, Scandinavian tobacco. Yeah. So, um, Scandinavian tobacco this week also announced that they bought Moderno Orfrico del Cigaro. It's a Italian, much like Toscano. It's a company that makes that Italian type of style cigar. I think they only have maybe 7% of the... 3% 3 of the Italian market. I was shocked to read that they bought this company that has such a small share of their homeland. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're buying it just because they see Toscano as a threat. Yeah, they're going to try to take Toscano Toscano business. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and they look at it uh, possibly into the U.S. But what I say to Scandinavian Tobacco is... Sell the company and get the hell out of this industry. That's what you should do. Because, and, and hopefully, believe me, they're, they're, they're looking, when, when some information comes out like this, yeah. they're looking because it's a very cat, copycat world, not just our, our little cigar industry. The whole world is like that. So a company sees that, oh, my God, they made $1.1 billion extra because they ended up selling the company. You know what? Huh. The CEO says, Let's, Let's sell do it. that, yeah. Let's do the same thing. We got all that problem to deal with, and we'll end up doing it, which would be great. Piecemeal the stuff out, sell it, whatever, and get big tobacco out of this because a lot of the problems that happened in the industry became because of big tobacco. I was scared to death of um, Altria being in there because they were going to end up saying something terrible while we were fighting with FDA, and they did. Yep. 
and they did. You know, and, oh, they'll never do that, they'll never do that. Yeah, sometimes it's in their best interest to tax themselves very, very badly because the only one that can pay the tax is them, and they take all their, their uh, industry out at the same time. So uh, Scandinavian Tobacco, uh, let's see if they sell off General Cigar, Cigars International, their handmade factories, and make more money and do less at the same time. Um, at the same time, we have... Not quite big tobacco, but pretty big. Remember the big four that left the trade show organization, right? You have to, you actually have Swisher International. Right. And Swisher International is sitting on a premium company called Drew Estate. And it's a premium slash not premium because of the flavor component to Drew Estate. Uh, Dave, yeah. that's premium. Premium, premium. Um, <laughs> So I disagree with that, Sullivan, 100%. Yeah. They could possibly dump the premium end of it and maybe see more profits. The machine-made things are a big, money-making, very, very fast production products where the premium is very, very slow, intricate, not worth doing it. So if you're listening to me, sell out and get out of our industry, and you'll make more money and make me happier at the same time. I don't, I don't want big tobacco in this industry. I think they hurt us because we make the argument that we're not big tobacco, but when right. big tobacco buys into it, like a Philip Morris, it's like, holy shit, not good. No. And they're out, though. They're out. They got in, they got out. Same thing with um, Imperial. They got in, and then they got out. So we still got at least one. And- yeah, the the big companies don't fight for the cigar industry. No. Quite the contrary. Yeah, right. the, the the CEOs that they just, dangle the carrot in front of the politicians' face and say, "Look at how much money we can generate for you." Here's the tax percentage, <laughs> right? And here's the planned raises for the next five to ten years. Every year, it's going to go up this amount, and they lay it all out through their lobbyists. And how's a politician going to say no to free money? They're not. They're not. It's time for the Strength and Character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. There are six pillars of character, trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. We are on responsibility. Barry had a good idea. There's a seven. There's a seven. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. The strengths of the table. What do you go for? This is a pillar. It's oh, it's about food. Yes, it's one hundred percent about you, food. Thought- uh, so says the guy who brings food to a, a party and then takes it home with him. At least I showed up for the party on time. That's all I'm going to say. Well, but and you- you're talking about Thanksgiving. I took the mac and cheese back at Christmas. No, so, but go fuck you can't eat mac and cheese anymore, right? I can eat anything you I want. Cannot. I choose not to. No, you yeah. cannot. No. We just did an, the most unbelievable food right. event. It ever. looked great. It and smelled he great. Ate nothing. He brought birds. And, and seed somehow or I still lost three pounds. Wow. You I got on a scale on Saturday. I figured, all right, it's going to be an even week. I lost three pounds. Did your body reject it? <laughs> no. No? No, nothing okay. changed. I all weighed right. in at 182.6 Saturday morning. Six huh. foot five inch tall. He's. Yeah. Six one Skeletor. Yeah, I can't wait. Like twenty nine pounds more to say I lost to Jonathan. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, and I because I helped. I came down as well. 
made it easier for you. You're huh. welcome. All right, let's go. So it becomes the, the, the just an off topic only because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It is um, the strength of Thanksgiving. Giving, yeah, the the meal itself. Well, what, what, like a, tomorrow is a cheat day for like me. Not yeah. a, not about getting together with family. No, and, no, 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 no. It's about no, saying no, what no. you're thankful no, for. What, what no, I like no. about Thanksgiving is th- there's no gifts. Right. Uh, it's based around food. It's yeah. a Thursday. It's, it's not. It's no, based around being thankful. That's all, why have, it's called And we're all thanks. thankful for the same thing. We're yeah. thankful Give for it. a job. We're thankful for a roof over our heads. We're thankful for the meal that blesses we're, the yeah. table. So, we're but let's blow that all off the and FDA talk about how awesome mashed potatoes are. Which Although, is to me is the most strongest thing on the table. You it, know what's it's better than Easter because that's religious and stuff. Right. But this one has no. I can. You don't have to go to church. Not that you, it's a bad if you do. <laughs> yeah. But there's no. <laughs> Nothing's responsible you, at all. You don't have to go well, to church. You don't even have to watch football if you don't want well, to. Well, and I think that is a weakness of Thanksgiving. The teams that they assign to always oh. play on Thanksgiving. All right. Disgusting. All right. You know who wants to see what is it? Detroit and Dallas. Yeah. I mean, way Who to take a, a segment that's so positive and just bring it to negative <laughs> no, town. No, we're not going to bring it Sullivan. to negative at all. No, because what? the best thing. What is the best? It's the stuffing. Because you just don't get that a lot during the year, you yes. know, so it's very special. Stuffing, you probably only eat once a year. Yeah, you I have mean, turkey many times a year, but how many times do you have a you stuffing? Might, well, as, as a fat kid, many, many years ago, I, I would sometimes just make stovetop stuffing for dinner. But, <laughs> That's mean, probably why I had a problem. Yes. See, <laughs> that could be the Dave, you're not. Where's my bell? <laughs> That could, that's <laughs> it could it. be part of the hey, problem. Hey, what's for dinner? Stop it. Because it does exactly what it says it's going to do. <laughs> right. You're not Stuffing. a pork guy, but you might get a, a stuffed pork chop during the, the rest of the year, and you get your stuffing in the pork chop. Never. Never. You can't do it. Never once in my life. Ever. Never. I don't think he's ever eaten a pork chop. Never. He's had Never. bacon, and that's about the extent of his, his pork consumption. Yep. Never no. ate a pork chop. Never. Never had it's one. It's delicious. Yeah. All right. So Ed Sullivan says stuffing. Mm-hmm. Barry says mashed potatoes. Right, but what? it has to be lumpy mashed potatoes. Uh, Growing up, my uncle made mashed potatoes that you were able to eat with a straw. It used to piss me off. The, the box one with the powder. No, he would, he would just <laughs> yeah. mash the hell out of it so it was pureed versus mashed potatoes. And my wife made them lumpy the first year, to, and it pissed off her mom. But lumpy mashed potatoes is the way to go. What say you, David? Uh, I like the, the dinner rolls and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have the grands. You know what grands? Oh, are? yeah, oh, grands I, every, everybody. Pillsbury. Pillsbury grands is a big one, right? Because you don't want a little biscuit. You want a grand biscuit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've I've done popovers and all kinds of different mm-hmm. things, but enjoying the popover as much as I did, I missed the grand biscuit. They're very high calorie. Huh. Everything actually is. Uh, we did a pecan pie before. I just couldn't believe the ingredients. Oh I never ate it again. Yeah. It's not even food. Let's just dump corn syrup yeah. in here. Every kind of sugar. You guys are missing the one true bright and shining star. You're not going to say gravy, right? It is gravy. Oh, because you put gravy on the stuffing, you put gravy on the mashed potatoes. Real good of course, gravy. it goes on the awesome. turkey. You put it on the Grant's biscuit. You make yourself a little sandwich when you're you're full. But you want the flavors I one more time. I even like turkey. I like turkey. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Puts me right to sleep. Yeah, that's mm. but gravy is important because you, you're it's stuffing. All you the s- food puts us to sleep is what it is. Right, it's the amount of food. 
that's consumed. Pies? You, you into pies? Yeah, I Would, love pie. Yeah. I'm not yeah. into pie. I'm not so, really into so I don't have enough pies during the year. Well, and that, that's something I look forward to. You know, to the Ash Holes just yesterday did a, a turkey pairing with a cigar. Ah. You know, what cigar oh. should you have with your turkey? I'll have to catch that uh, after it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the after show. I know it's I Wednesday. Know. but It's Wednesday, yeah. so this but show that hasn't happened yet right. was on so you're Tuesday. So you pairing cigars with turkey? Yeah. You have a turkey dinner, then what cigar do you want after turkey? Right, so I'm going to get um, one of those turkey on a roll things for us to have on stage there while we have our cigar you know the sandwiches that have the turkey and the stuffing and the cranberry yeah 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 maybe you'll get some do you remember on the um snack authority there was a turkey oh that was horrible it was the candy corn that was all thanksgiving dinner yeah it was gross they had green bean candy corns oh it was terrible. Stuffing, gravy, it was bad. All right, so we don't have we don't have an answer of what is the best. <laughs> you guys all agreed gravy is the gravy winner. Gravy is great. Gravy is important. You're stuffing yourself. You need that natural lubricant to I help pass it later. Gravy is integral. But, but you got to kind of go a little to, to where Ed Sullivan is of stuffing because besides Barry, I guess other people do it because they make stove-stuff stuff. Right. I never eat stuffing ever except for Thanksgiving, I don't think. Mm-hmm. That it ever comes. Now, are you a in-the-bird stuffing guy, or do you make the stuffing and... It's actually not good for you to do it in the bird. No. You know, things can happen. You can get... I don't... Get my wife puts out two stuffings, one made in the bird and one not made in the right. bird. Right. It's problem, 50-50 at the table who takes what. The uh, problem with in the bird is to get that up to temperature, you have to overcook the turkey. Yeah. So I don't want, I like stuffing yeah. the turkey. It's not, it's not safe to do that, no. actually. I like stuffing it with some lemons and all the Thanksgiving herbs. Lemons. Yeah, everything in there. Yep. Right. Citrus is good with uh, I make my herbs. turkey uh, three, four days in advance. He does. Yeah. And I got to give him credit. What credit is due. I've had it. I've had it. I try to pull it off at home. My wife, wife will have none of it. I said, I, believe me, it is better. I, I fought it too. I did. I, I did the the experiment where I cut the bird in half and yeah. roasted half regular, and half my way. Yeah. Well, because the second day turkey dinner is better, way better, hundred percent. So they, he does it the day before. Didn't you recently get one of those boneless turkeys, or you never got that? I did. We we got the the, um, and then you stuff it. Right, because they put it all roll back that together. Up. They put it back together, and we ended up doing it. It was, I think, like two hundred dollars for the turkey Ooh, first off, geez. for the work to, to yeah. put into it. And uh, all you really it, need is some pliers and a sharp knife, and you can well, do it. It it's, takes a long time, but yes, mm. about five minutes. No, absolutely not. It's an hour long at least. Oh, if, get the hell out of here! You know what you're doing? Hey, hey, you got nothing? You got nothing going on? Uh, yeah, you're on vacation. Go go to town. I might. You'll right. probably use really dirty old pliers, and everyone will get poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have his brother do it, and he'll just stand there and supervise. <laughs> That's a good point. Mac and cheese? For, for, he, I got he, you covered. When he, when he brought the mac and cheese, everybody was scratching their head and said, mac and cheese for Thanksgiving? Now it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's a thing. It and really I know is. it's a thing because he doesn't ask for anything from anybody ever. No. But he's asking about the mac and cheese. A, with jalapeno. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. care of you, buddy. Oh, I might even up, upgrade the onion to a, a little shallot. Oh, nice. Set the mandolin slice at a razor thin and just go to town. 
All right. So, so that's it for the after show. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. We're going to do a clubhouse at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thanksgiving night. Wow. I don't know if any of you guys are going to do it, but we're all invited to go. It's already set, 8 p.m. Get away from the family if they're still there. Uh, it's, it's a good excuse to say, hey, sure. i got a thing i got to do good. if you had enough. But if you're loving it, and then will there be a little buzz on every person that's oh. there? You know, everybody you can never know. Coming, coming drunk. Who knows what goes on? <laughs> if you want to get away for an hour, it is the Cigar Power Hour on Clubhouse. We'll be there. And next week on the Cigar Authority, 20 things only a cigar smoker knows. 20! And honorable mentions. We didn't think we'd get to 20. We got honorable mentions, too. So we'll catch you then. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Gobble, gobble. Dick the lid end in your mouth. You may like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.